Hi, everyone. You're listening to Jen Kesnick, and this is You Be You, and I'll Be Me. And I was supposed to do a different kind of podcast today, which I will still do next week with my friend Jeannie Brady. Uh, but I felt in light of what's going on, uh, I should do a different kind of podcast today. So first of all, the video of George Floyd's murder was sickening and unacceptable, but unfortunately nothing new. As Will Smith said, racism isn't getting worse, it's getting filmed. I think between the pandemic, the isolation, the uncertainty, the fear, the divisiveness of the media, it was just the perfect storm to not just read about something so shocking and evil as the murder of George Floyd and as the utterly senseless and horrific video of Ahmaud Arbery a few weeks ago uh, getting murdered while out for a run in Georgia. It was finally the tipping point to not just quietly feel bad for a situation, but to actually do something about it. And say what you want about Donald Trump, love him, hate him, whatever. He has been the catalyst for people to wake up and pay attention and come back together as fellow human beings, even though it doesn't seem like that right now. Whether he meant to do it or not, this is a revolution. We have stopped going about our business and blindly letting other people govern us without question. We got stagnant and complacent, and that's just the way it is. Some people are just so far removed from the darker side of America that it didn't touch them, and others lived right in the hopeless heart of it. And both sides, what can I do, everyone said. My eyes were opened beyond my immediate world when we drove across country from New York to LA three weeks before the election. Um, I grew up in the Hamptons, for crying out loud. So growing up, we were locals, so it wasn't the glamorous side of the Hamptons. My parents owned a landscaping business, but they also bartended and waitressed in the summer to make ends meet. And in the winter, when business slowed down for my father, he would deliver oil if he had to, whatever it took. But I still grew up on the east end of Long Island, and it's beautiful, and it's blue-collar, good people who looked out for their neighbors. And when we got married, we married very young, and my lifestyle significantly got a lot nicer. Um, we had our share of ups and downs, but I have zero to complain about. So what I, what do I know unless you educate me, or in this case, I pop my own bubble and try to start educating myself. And so once we left the eastern seaboard and started getting into the heart of the country, I realized not some, but most people lived in poverty, or at least on the line of poverty. And all I could think of was, how is this the same country that I grew up in? How, as fellow Americans, could we allow our brothers and sisters to live like this? Why are we in other countries helping everyone else, but we let our people here go hungry and be poor? It makes no sense. I didn't know what to do. It made me have a very heavy heart, um, but I could see and understand along the way while we stopped and talked to people all across the country, we all wanted the same things. It was the topic of my very first podcast, which was inspired by that drive. We all want our children to be safe and healthy and hopefully find some happiness. And if they could find a calling to do what they love in life, there is nothing more you could ever ask for. And I knew that as we were passing by, shacks that held entire families where life, life looked incredibly bleak, that those parents wanted the same thing, 
that I wanted for my children, but they had little or no shot of getting it. I understood why the same people that voted for hope and change when Obama was president would be the same people that would vote for Donald Trump. The media would have you believe that you're either racist right or liberal left, but that is not true. Most people just want a better life and they're desperate to find the person that's going to help them achieve that. But what we have collectively come to realize is that it is we the people who have to save ourselves. There is no Marvel superhero that's gonna come in and save the day, it's up to us. Every single system is completely broken. I think it's safe to say that we have gotten so far away from what the founding fathers originally called the American experiment that we have to reinvent what it means to be an American. Let's get back to the line in the Declaration of Independence where it states, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal and that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It's not like a given that everybody's gonna be happy, but you have the right to try to be happy. This isn't someone else's problem to figure out. This is our mess to deal with, to hold ourselves accountable and responsible for what's going on. That's why I started this, you be you and I'll be me. I didn't know what I could do, so I started small. I can say, hey, you be you and I'll be me and let's respect that and notice our differences because we are all different. Our childhood, our experiences, our perception of life is different because of how we live. But because you don't look like me or believe what I believe, I can still like entertain what you do look like or what you believe in and respect that. We have to go from there and stop bashing each other and stop finger pointing and be a positive influence on the direction we move forward in. Peaceful protesters are getting a bad rap because around them, looters are wreaking havoc and chaos and mayhem. And I understand to a degree that people have reached a level of frustration that can't be capped and with no other way to have their voices heard or express themselves, they resort to chaos and violence. Obviously, that is not okay, but I understand how it's happening. And there are so many amazing and beautiful stories that come out of this. Amazing police officers like the sheriff in Flint whose video went viral, he was amazing. The police chief in New York City taking a knee with peaceful protesters and then telling them, go home at curfew and let us deal with the looters that are ruining your neighborhood. The black man that went up to a group of police, police officers with a case of water. And he said, I'm not mad at you. You must be thirsty. Here's water. It's so sad. So look for the helpers and the good people, that, the ones that just want things to be better. It's all too much. It's up to us to help ourselves and help each other, to be more open-minded, to put yourself in someone else's shoes and just be fucking nice. Treat people you don't agree with with the same respect that you wanna be treated with. Don't let them divide us. You can be you and I can be me and we don't have to be this way and we have to be better. Okay, that's all I've gotta say about that. Peace to everybody. Good luck to all. Thank you.